Are you feeling like it's finally time to break free from trauma and the drama of a past relationship? Do you find yourself searching for scriptures and sermons for ways to heal from past pain and forgive those who gave it? Are you hoping that someday you'll finally have the clarity you need to move on with your life? Well, you have found the right place. In this podcast, you're going to find clarity, sis. You're going to gain confidence. You're going to find new strength. And that's all going to be done through scripture, tips, resources, and coaching so that you can start to live a more fulfilling life. Grab your journal, sis. Let's get to work. What's up, beautiful people? Shell here over at A Radical Relationship, and we are back this week with another video and podcast episode. If y'all have been keeping up with Shell and A.A. Ron, then you know that we have been doing a little bit of traveling. We just spent uh, 10 days on vacation, so we did three days in Miami, and then uh, a seven-day cruise where we went to Ocho Rios, Jamaica, Cozumel, Mexico, and Grand Cayman Islands. And I'm mentioning that because this video will likely be up before I can get up a vlog (laughs) from the trip, but I'm working on it, trying to get that together. I'll probably work on that after this. So uh, that was a good time, just really refreshing and whatnot. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about that because between the vlog and then uh, Aaron and I putting together a YouTube video, you'll get all of the deets around that. But if you're on the email list and you saw some pictures from the vacation, if you're not on the email list, you missed out. So you're going to want to head on over (laughs) and get signed up for that. But glad to be back, still kind of getting back in the groove. So here we go. Today's episode is going to be about grieving so that you can move forward. As you all know, here at A Radical Relationship, our focus is to help you go deeper in your relationship with God, self, others, and your calling through self-examination first. And so today we're going to be talking about the critical role that grief plays in your really being able to move forward. So the thing that I want you to know is that your refusal to do the work, your refusal to tap in is holding you back. You can't complain about feeling stagnant and not moving forward and your life not being where you want it to be when you won't press in to do the necessary hard work up front so you can reap the benefits that you're looking for, right? That really could be the whole podcast right there. (laughs) Your refusal to address the pain is holding you back. But... um. We're going to get into it a little bit. All right. So we allow so many things to get in the way, right, of grief, because it's true that we are busy. We do lead busy lives. We do have a lot of things going on, uh, but we have to know that it's, it's important to prioritize the things that's actually going to align with where we're trying to get our lives to go instead of just taking time to do the things that keep coming up, right? That's not really being proactive. That's being reactive. So in order to truly get past the emotional pain and past the emotional emotional turmoil and to stop doing 
the roundabout in our minds, we've got to get really proactive about this thing. So let's just finally rip this bandaid off and embrace the true healing. Okay. All right. So let's get into it. Two scriptures that are really, um, really foundational for us here at a radical relationship. One is found in Ecclesiastes and it tells us that two are better than one. That passage is often used to talk about marriage, but it's really about relationships in general, how two people working together is going to be better than one person that's trying to figure it out on their own, right? Another foundational passage for us here at Radical is uh, Acts 2, where we're looking at the first model of the church and we see how they were really committed to one another in a very real way. And that's what we want our ministry to look like, to be dedicated to the fellowship fellowship, to the teaching, to the breaking of bread together. And the reason that we love both of those scriptures is because it points us back to community. Uh, even as we think about the coaching work that we do, two are better than one. You having a coach to come alongside you to figure things out is better than you trying to figure it out alone. So all that to say, this is the plug for community. If you're not already in community, I encourage you to go over to Facebook. You can search for Radical Christian Community in the Facebook groups and hop into our uh, um, Facebook group. You can also head over to our website if you're not a Facebook person and, and join our email list to stay updated there as well. And just tap into some Christian community with like-minded men and women who are also trying to figure it out, trying to journey together, trying to encourage one another and spur one another on in this process. Okay. So now grief. A huge part of my really being able to move forward from hurtful situations in the past is because I'm a processor. <laughs> and my husband will tell you that this is probably something about me that like, I'm trying to get my hair together here, something about him that really something about me that really annoys him because he's like, how long is it going to take you to figure out how you feeling? But I really am a processor. Like I take things in and then I just go back through and I just work through it in my mind um, and just kind of put it through all of the different stations, you know, like what's actually true. What is it just, what is just coming from my emotion? What's real? What needs to be addressed? What doesn't. And so when I went through my divorce, I spent a lot of time processing what the heck just happened here. You know, uh, having been a Christian myself, him having been a Christian, it was really just that, like, where did we go wrong when we were doing everything that we knew to do? for this to work out. When my parents went through their divorce, I did a lot of processing all of the things that led up to that and the different ways that I felt impacted by their different decisions. Uh, when there were times where my mom and I were experiencing conflict in our relationship, I had to do a lot of processing and that processing actually helped me to see things from her perspective and, and, and put myself in her shoes a little bit more and be able to empathize so that I can come out on the right side of that thing and really be able to forgive her for ways that I felt wrong or mishandled. And so processing is grieving, right? Like when you go through and you take the time to actually recount the thing and to filter it through the word of God, to filter it through your emotions, to get honest about how that thing impacted you and then figure out 
what it is that you can do to move forward. That is all the process of grief. And so, um, some of the things that I, that I, some of the questions that I'm asking myself, um, when I'm grieving and for those of you on YouTube, I have some notes here. I'm asking myself, um, what am I feeling? Why does this hurt so much? What un unmet expectations were there? What does it look like to move forward? What realities were I looking forward to? What reality was or realities were I looking forward to that's now shattered and not going to be what I thought that it was going to be? How does this change my life now? What does it look like to move forward? I think I mentioned that what's in my control and what isn't. I just kind of allow myself to get all of the things out so I can just release and as I mentioned, sometimes our hands are too full holding on to the past and we need to release that thing and we need to make room so that we can move forward. And, and that's honestly what I'm really inviting you into is to really assess, hey, what are you still holding on to that you need to just put in the work so you can let go of that thing and be able to move forward in this new reality? Um, there can be many different aspects of things that we need to grieve. Uh, sometimes that can look like certain relationships, whether that's a parent not playing the role in your life that they were supposed to play, mom or dad, you know, uh, whether that's losing someone, uh, what you may have felt like was too soon, or, you know, if it was a grandparent or someone like that, you may not have felt like it was too soon, but they may, y'all may have been really close. And so you grieve the fact that they're just no longer here with you to be able to serve in the role that they were. Um, sometimes it's, it's grieving, um, a loss in everything that you didn't get through that loss. So it may be a childhood friend, a distant friend or something like that. And y'all hadn't talked in a while and all of the, you, you're left to grieve all of the possibilities that are now there. Friendships um, that you've been betrayed and you have to grieve that friendships that don't continue for life um, that you may have thought were going to continue. You have to grieve that jobs, organizations, bosses, coworkers, mis mistreating you, using you, uh, you being let go, you know, something that you may not have thought starting a job and then thinking it was going to be something great and it not panning out the way that you thought that it was going to pan out. Uh, for those of us that are married, we know that we get married and for us women, we tend to romanticize what, what that's going to look like. And then you get into the thick of it and you have to grieve the reality of what it is as opposed to all of these romantic ideas that you had in your head about what marriage was going to look like. Um, the, the real things that comes with your spouse that you have to be in the thick of it with them and work through. Those may be things that you have to grieve if you're still single and you didn't think that you would be single um, at this point in your life. You have to grieve that reality if you have kids or if you don't have kids. Sometimes you have to grieve both. You have to grieve what you let, had to let go of when you became a parent or if you thought you were going to be a parent by now and you're not. You have to grieve that. Literally, y'all, the list goes on and on and on and on. So even when we talk about forgiveness, 
Sometimes that can even be internal work with yourself and God. And that was one of the huge things that also helped me in my processing is that sometimes I had to learn that like I was the person that needed to be forgiven, that I needed to look at the impact of my own decisions in some cases and forgive myself and be able to move forward and not hold myself to the decisions that I made. Um, That was a real thing too. And so grief can look a lot of different ways, y'all. There are so many things that need to be grieved. Even when good things are happening, it's not always bad things that need to be grieved. But my point is that the grieving has to be done. The processing has to be done. Otherwise, you are going to stay stagnant in ways that you just don't have to if you would just commit to putting your hand to the plow as the Bible references and not looking back, okay? Except to grieve. You can look back to grieve, but not looking back, going back, okay? And so here are some ways that you can start grieving so you can move forward. One is to pray authentically. And I don't mean those prayers that sound like the right prayers. (laughs) I mean the prayers where you telling God, like, this is what's up for real, for real. So listen, if, if you got some strong language, all right, right now towards some people, let it out and then tell God to help your heart, right? Because you don't want those bitter roots to go. So it's okay to be honest about, hey, this is really where my heart is at right now. This is truly what I'm thinking and feeling because getting real, getting vulnerable, getting transparent and being authentic is the only way to continue to move forward. You can't just brush across this thing or try to make it a little pretty and and then try to move on. Like, no, you gotta, you gotta dig deep. You gotta do the real work. You gotta get down and dirty with this thing so we can move on. So that's, that's one, pray authentically. Two, journaling. If you're like me and writing feels like a release, then I certainly invite you to tap into that and prioritize that in whatever way you need to. If you need to get up earlier, if you need to stay up later, if you need to use your lunch break, if you need to have a conversation with your spouse, with your roommate, with somebody to hold you accountable, do whatever needs to be done for you to take this seriously and really get proactive in this area and be intentional. Third is coaching. That can look like working with a life coach like myself. Um, That can look like working with a grief coach specifically, um, like my friend Aisha Carter. If you are in the radical community, she recently posted around some grief workshops that she's doing around the holidays. So that could be something really good to tap into. A life coach like myself, we're going to work with you on specific goals week to week or bi-weekly to say, hey, what's just the next step that we can be taking towards this thing? Um, I'm working on um, a workshop specifically around freedom and forgiveness that I want to partner with God to bring to you all. And so definitely keep your eyes peeled for that because I truly just want us to embrace doing this work. And so signing up for some life coaching sessions is certainly a way that you can, um, process and grieve as well. Talking with trusted friends, sometimes you just need that raw, vulnerable, um, honest conversation with someone that you trust and and who can handle you and a good, ugly cry. And then you just like, okay, 
I feel better. I can move on with my life. Something that you probably thought was going to take a long time, right? For you to uh, be able to work through really just needs you to get it out there um, in the open. And then that's actually good release for you. And that's also community, right? And then of course, counseling um, and therapy is always an option in situations as well. So I want you all to be free. <laughs> um, I've been able to experience that. Um, that's a, a huge motivating factor for our ministry here at Radical is just seeing others be able to walk in the freedom that we've been able to come to. And so I want to see you on the other side of this. I want to see you no longer bound to the emotions, but I want to see you exuding the joy of the Lord. And you'll hear me say not because everything is great, not because circumstances are great, but something changes in you when you do the work where you can truly understand why Paul says like I've learned to be content in every circumstance that like something in me can still choose joy despite because I've done the work and I've tapped into the real source Ooh, y'all about to get me preaching and so now I can move forward in true commitment and to in true joy not just happiness but something on the inside of me is different and able to accept this reality and move forward in peace man because I rooted myself in the right anchor through this work, I've begun to drink from the well that never runs dry by doing the deep work, okay? But first, you got to let go. Until next time, friends, I'm out. Bye, hey, girl, hey. If you enjoyed today's episode, sis, chances are there are other women just like you who would enjoy it too but they won't know about it unless we actually tell them, okay? So if you don't mind helping me spread the word, will you take 30 seconds to leave a review of the show and then screenshot this episode and share it with your friends wherever you like to hang out? It really would mean so much to me. All right, go and review those journal notes. I'll meet you back here next week for another session.